With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.
You're listening to Big Ben Radio Champagne Sunday Show with Nancy and Lisa and special guest singer songer songwriter Michael Ely. I was going to say Eli just to mess with him. Oh. Uh, you know, he's the front man of the Tucson, Arizona-based psychedelic rock band, The Elegant Rabies, and you just heard the track, The Boy Who Was Never Loved, and it's going to be on their upcoming album coming out this fall, and you can keep up with them at Facebook. On Just go to The Elegant Rabies and hook up with them there, and also keep up with Michael on his blog on Tumblr. Just go to My Life on Parade. So, Michael. Yes. Having a good time? I'm having a wonderful time. We need to we need to ply with some champagne. <laughs> I know I'm Just sitting here drinking thing. coffee. I'm so boring. No, but you know what? Uh, I love you, you know the boy who was never loved. Like you played mm. this um, a few uh, what, a few weeks ago or uh-huh. was it a month ago? Yeah. Um, and Eva and Jeff and everyone. Eva writes in the magazine. Eva Eldridge and Jeff Giese and um, you played it at their house the mm-hmm. other night, and I was just like, everybody, shut up! I want to hear this because <laughs> it's so good, you know, and. Getting it and being able to just sit and listen to it, it just it does take you on a little trip, man. Well, good. It really does, and I love for for some reason this song t- brings about that um, sensibility of where the '60s had this, where mm-hmm. in the '50s had it, where like we're going to dress up and and do this thing, but then there was this psychedelic era that was almost theatrical, right? You know what I'm talking about? Where now we're we're staging a play on stage, and this song does it for me in that way, even though it's not a, I'm not seeing it live yet until mm-hmm. Friday night. Um, well, you know, I mean, the song's about alienation, and I think that's something that everybody goes through at some point in their life, and mm-hmm. uh, it tells the story. I like to tell stories. Mm. It's so, very human. Well, thank you. But it you does know, have that. I, I, I also I feel like a Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like this well, should be a play I, or a movie. if I'm really honest, that uh, there's a there's a David Bowie song called Five Years, and this uh, the boy was never loved is kind of uh, my five years. Mm. So I want to regress back to the fact that you've been on our show co-hosting a number like Misha, who was on the show today, Misha uh-huh. Shellhoff, the guitarist. You've talked with him uh-huh, on the show I before. Have. Chef Ivan's coming on in a few minutes, and you've talked with him. And But our journey started with Iridescent Garden. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, um, your manager sent us the album, and this is pretty much, I think, we'd been two years into radio, and we were in, this is our 10th year. Mm-hmm. And you called, and we were living in Joshua Tree, where Misha is now. <laughs> it's so funny. And you were doing instrumental music mostly, right? With but Spider. it was still tricky. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And and Spider and and you know the Champagne Sundays when you hear the introduction of our shows, it's Michael and and so it's, <laughs> it's Michael. I, hey I mean, there, all of them, and Big Blend hey Radio, there. Michael. Hey there. And there's the what the the Big Blend Radio sound like this like the B52s kind of vibe. That's Michael. But and Spider's work and. You did a lot of instrumental, but you come from a background of doing like some crazy rock punk, glam rock punk as well. Like it just psychedelic punk, yeah. glam, goth, a combination of all those. Yeah, and 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 that was you know like thirty years ago. So this is uh. And now you're a teenager. And now I'm a sixty-four-year-old teenager, <laughs> and uh, I love it. In a band once more. That's yeah. cool, though. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. But it's it's interesting because I feel like your music takes us back to those times, yet it's 
what is now as well. Well, it's it it it's definitely influenced by a lot of the bands of like the psychedelic bands of the late 1960s. Um, but then I'm working with a lot of really talented young people who bring their own kind mm. of uh, perspective to it. I think that's cool. So. You know. Tell us about the band, the Elegant Rabies, and we have to talk about the title. Oh, come on, the name of the band. Yes, where did you get the name? Did you have a contest amongst each other and have a couple of cocktails and say, okay, let's just be the Elegant Rabies because it it's just, fun? It, it, it just sounded good. I like to say that I'm the elegant part, and the band is the Rabies. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> What? That's uh, the dude. Did they foam at the mouth? <laughs> no. No, none of us foam at the mouth. I just mean, you know, we're kind of. Uh, Rabbit. Um, rabbit. And yeah. if everybody goes to their Facebook page, the Elegant Rabies, and you see dog teeth, that's Frappy. And Frappy is a bat. That that photo looks bad, but um, Frappy Frappy's the coolest. But, he, but Frappy's a, a badass. Frappy's he's a bat. asleep right now. He's no, sitting right he next to me. And he's he doesn't asleep. give a shit. <laughs> he could care less. No, he's so cute, but he is like a bat that grew into a dog. Oh, okay. I suppose. Oh, Are wow. you a bat, Frappy? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about who your band is because that's important. Um, okay. Because this, when did the band start? Uh, about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. we started toying with the idea, and mm-hmm. then uh, last summer it started coming together. Mm. And so you got summer love, and it, did you think that you have? A, there's a summer theme in your songs that what we have right now. Anyway, um, do you think that's well, part of? Well, Summer of Love is uh, is really about falling in love, not the first time, but the second or third or fourth time. Which I think you appreciate times, it. How many times do we get? As many times as you want. <laughs> you can always fall in love. Oh, good. I'm here to tell you you can always fall in love. Really? Yeah. You have such a good attitude. I, I gave oh, up. Good. No, but obviously, not good. But obviously like, it's tied into, you know, the summer of love that took place in the 60s, too. There's all kinds of references. Summer love. So, so can we have, like, the summer of love during a monsoon storm? That would be, oh, like, be you could have that in one Ooh, afternoon. baby. That would be an afternoon of oh, summer of love. Oh, that would really be a summer of love. There is mm. something about monsoon storms that you just go, like, Damn, I do wish I had a partner right there's now because like things people doesn't work on that. <laughs> no, the lightning bolts. There's a lot of power, yeah. and it's like from the universe to Earth. Wake up, children! I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> but no, let's, let's let's yeah. So a year and a half ago, you guys get together. Mm-hmm. So who who did you first hook up with? And and for you to do this, like I just I know yeah. I want I want people to know like you know, the partnership you and Spider had for so many years. Right. Writing together and mm. doing so many genres, instrumental, and it's, I think all of your music has a psychedelic quality. Yes. Well, I mean, there's a signature that runs through. But coming together... Well, uh, for for those who don't know, Spider was my songwriting partner and also my uh, husband, and um, I lost him a couple of years ago to liver cancer. We had been together 43 years. Um, and I wasn't really sure what to do with myself, um, after I lost him. I just was, I was lost. And, uh, but hanging out with some of these, uh, younger people, um, I just decided that I wanted to possibly do a band again. Mm. And I was really blessed to know these people. And, uh, that's where it started. It's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I'm so excited about it. 
so we have Ryan on guitar and Kevin on bass and Justin on drums and then in the in the studio uh Kevin's fiance Nalene uh played uh keys and did background vocals. And Nalene de Guzman she was on our show a number of years ago. I didn't know that. You yeah, just told I just me that it, I, I can't believe it. I can't I saw I, photos. I'm like she was, because she's friends with Jay Jay Lasher, right? And Jay yes. was like, "You got to get her on a show." And oh, was, that's right. Yeah, and and she was recording. Oh, that's the connection. Okay. She was recording, and she just moved to Tucson mm-hmm. or something, I think, at the time. Yeah. And she was recording in her room, and she had the, these really cool. Yeah. Baseline, like she's like got this this even you know guitar and bass, but there's this groove that she has mm-hmm. from her playing that I, I was like, she had this simplicity that allows growth and beauty. You know, I don't, I don't. Know I love her lyrics. You know what I mean? I, yes, yeah, uh, yes. Kevin and and Nalene have a band called The Rifle that's becoming quite popular here in Tucson. So. Um, so, hmm. is this Kevin Conklin? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he's your bass player. He's my bass player, but he's also uh, the bass player in the Rifle as well. So it, it, these days, every back in years ago when I was in bands before. Um, everyone was just in one band, but now today everyone's in three or four or five or they six or seven be. bands. Yeah. You know, well, um, a lot of them are very versatile in mm. the instruments they can play. So maybe in one band they play drums, or another band they sing or play guitar. Or, um, you know. So you've got you've got Ryan Hingarani and and uh-huh. sorry Ryan if I'm not saying this correctly because I I make everything Hingarani. Uh Kevin Conklin on bass, mm-hmm. uh, Ryan's on guitar. Justin Tornberg on mm-hmm. drums. You've got Nalene de Guzman, who has been on guitars and vocals. And, mm-hmm. and also, now uh, you do mostly lyrics and vocals, too, and you're the right. front man. And I know you're such a stage presence, dude. Oh. I know. Like, you know, I can't <laughs> wait to see you on Friday night. You're going to be playing at the Flycatcher. Off We're going to be playing at the Flycatcher on Friday night and at uh, Club Congress on Sunday night. Now, Club Congress. Now, is this attached to the Congress Hotel? Yeah, we have the Bloody uh-huh. Marys. Oh, yeah, where we have the Bloody Marys. I Mary. love that place, <laughs> that's, and and that's where the Dillingers the Dillingers got, got caught. Yeah, that's a the history of the Club Congress and the Hotel Congress is so right. They deep. caught them, but then they got away. I know, and, and there was a fire. So cool. And there was a fire that burnt down the yes. third story of the you of go the, Dillingers of the hotel. <laughs> that's the only reason they got away, but it yeah. was awesome. And they probably said it, but I don't no, know. No, 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 no. But but I think that. No. I wanted to touch on this because, you know, you lived in L.A. for so many years doing mm-hmm. this, and, and you and Spider, I mean, at one point, like Jane's addiction, right, they they stole us all. I know. I just want to say we but, used to we, we used to share the stage with uh, Jane's addiction was actually called Psycom back then. And then Jane, uh, Chili Peppers? Uh, they, they trashed our equipment on stage one time playing. <gasps> No, yeah. bastard. How oh, rude. Lots of bands of, a uh, lot of you 80 bands. You catch a lot of that, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and so then you decided to move to Tucson. And when we met you and, and first interviewed you before we met you in person, uh-huh. and that was cool meeting you guys in person. And now we have, you know. Of course it was. Awesome <laughs> friendship over the years. But, <laughs> but you guys, like your music went from like, I mean, I watch your videos of Hey Taxi and mm. Red Wedding. And, mm-hmm. and like you guys were like, the Clash and Iggy Pop, David Bowie all merged in this one mm-hmm. thing, you know, like totally like screw what's going on at the establishment. And you guys had this just like boom, yet this psychedelic edge, no matter where, how I, like every song, there's, there is this element of that. In- I've really always been partial to psychedelic rock. Is that always? Acid? 
or is it just enjoying oh, you, that you, music? Some people, is it? Acid or just like no, I'm being. Is it for me taking acid? Is that what you're trying to I'm ask? Ac- me? I'm acting. Do people do that? No, because it's, a lot of people ask well, that. I'm it's not just saying that. It, it, it's just a term, but right. uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just a different way of looking at it's, things. It is. It's, it's yeah. about somebody listening and hearing something and blocking out everybody else around them, taking their own trip to it in their own way. So you listen to something, I listen to something, you listen to something, uh-huh. and we're all going to hear it and feel it and see it differently. Well, that's the beautiful thing about music exactly. is that it can be interpreted so, by the listener. So some people can't do that, so right. the theory goes, unless they're on acid. But actually, most of us can do that without being on acid. You could just do it exactly. by the by the the simple fact of clearing your mind and going, okay, I'm going to focus just on this, Thank deep, you. and I'm only going to, and it helps close your eyes, and then get on the dance floor and dance with your eyes closed, <laughs> stick your butt out. <laughs> but and no, but it, that, no, but it is but a way it, to get yeah. out of your comfort zone and stretch and be it's something about being and understand in the music as you're listening mm-hmm. to it to be right there, without jumping up and down going crazy, just to actually. You know, in the olden days, we used to have listening parties where you'd lie on the ground and you'd listen to music, and you'd have people over, but nobody talked. They just shut up and and a cowbell. And a cowbell. No, that's Will Ferrell. Damn, we don't have a cowbell. That's what was missing. Will Ferrell, whatever. (laughs) Will Will Ferrell. Yes, he he ruined it on Saturday Night Live. Now every time I hear a cowbell, that's what I see. Yeah, no, but so that's ruined. But 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 I don't fear the reaper. What do you think about Tucson? Going from LA to here, I mean, Tucson is such an interesting city because we have over a million people. It doesn't feel like it. You know, I know Tucson has like a, Tucson is, is, here, a, you know? is the second largest city in Arizona, but it still has a small town feel. That's and yet true. we're all spread out, and there's it's so many nature out. spots. Mm-hmm. And then downtown, like where you're playing. There's a, whole, there's a whole scene. Hippie there's vibe. so many bands. Well, there's a hippie vibe in the sense that, uh, like back in the 80s when I was in bands in, in Los Angeles, bands were very competitive and kind of backstabbing and not very nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bands today that I, uh, at least the ones I encounter here in Tucson, there is, I guess, a hippie vibe. Is uh, it's just that there's a, a caring, and uh, you know, musicians share equipment often on stage, or if there's a touring band coming through, that's you know a starving touring band, I should say. Uh, the other bands will kind of uh, donate their pay to help them continue mm-hmm. on their tour and. Wow. Um, I don't know. Everyone yeah. kind of knows everybody, and everyone plays in everyone else's bands, and um, it's like a big family. And there's That's cool. there's this whole thing happening in Tucson that hasn't quite been discovered, and a lot of us probably don't want it to be discovered because we'll become another uh, Portland or Seattle or Austin. But there is a very large, thriving music scene here that people haven't really fully discovered. Well, there's a lot of really good bands, a lot. And I think what what is interesting is when the food movement happens in a city, so does the music. You know, there's this this mm-hmm. symbiosis that happens, and we're the gastronomy capital of the world right now. UNESCO gastronomy capital of the world. We wow. are known as the food city of the world, and it's because we're farm to table. We have all these organic farms surrounding us. We have breweries. We have wineries. I mean. 
And we got it all. I mean, we really do. And I go like, I always know that if the music is working and the food is working, that's those are the two. And then your tourism will work, your community works. And if those two work, you have everything. It's kind of an interesting thing to me. Because yeah, it's like it all kind of starts to happen at once, like yeah. a big explosion of, of for the senses and the taste buds, I guess, So if we're talking about food. I know. Well, food and, and music goes hand in hand. So you're going to be playing at the Flycatcher this Friday, July uh-huh. 21st. 21st. Yeah. Can, can I we're, point uh, out that a Flycatcher is a bird? Yeah, and we have tons so of them people here. People don't think it's we like have, one of those dangly fish we have that flies get caught Amazing Flycatchers here. We have yeah. vermilion Flycatchers. Uh, we love to watch birds. Vermilion Flycatchers. Mm. There's uh, Phenopeplas. Mm. Uh, there's, I mean, they're amazing. These beautiful. It's a good thing we didn't name the club catchers. that, though. Yeah. Faina Pepla. Yeah, that would be. I couldn't say that if I had another sip of champagne. Faina, yeah. The Faina, Faina. But anyway, I so on, on on a Friday at the Flycatcher, we're playing with uh, 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 Chelsea and Ryan. They're going to do a, a a set of lovely guitar music, and uh, we're playing with another band called The Stuco. And then on Sunday, we're playing uh, again with Ryan, uh, the Daycones, and uh, a band called Sleepy Sun. Is that Sunday? Mm-hmm. I thought it was Saturday. That, that's Sorry. Sunday. Sunday? Sunday at, at the Congress. Congress. Uh-huh. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So and it's then, exciting. So everyone, keep mm-hmm. up with the Elegant Rabies on Facebook. Just type Please. in the Elegant Rabies, and uh, we can't wait for your album to come out. So November I can't wait think. either. I can't stand it. We're still, like, we're, 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 still, we're still working on a few things before we go back in the studio and finish it. Okay, so, so where are you recording, like in producing this? Just Midtown Island Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Matt Rendon is uh, the producer, and he's mm-hmm. really good. And uh, do, do they, really are they like, do you want it to be like, like how you have your home? Like you have like such a cool, calming space. Mm-hmm. So like when you record... To me, the first time I recorded, it freaked the hell out of me and it scared the crap out of me, and I just like wanted to run for the hills. Except for I was lucky to have a lot of musical friends who like Lisa get back in there. But I wanted to be cozy, like you're in a living room kind of situation. So when you record in a situation like that, for you, was it comfortable? Is it like cozy? It's a it's a very uh, comfortable environment there. Yeah. And. Uh, and that's what you want, mm-hmm. you know. I like to bring in tapestries and rugs and incense, and I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, he, he, he brings a, a, a dream I catcher, a giant I dream catcher. No, it's a very comfortable environment. It's very laid back. and um, You know I believed you when you said that about the tapestries. You yeah. know I totally believed you. <laughs> yeah, I always carry a tapestry a tapestry yeah. with me just in case. Yeah, yeah. and did you have something to sit on then. So, yeah, right. <laughs> All right. We're going to play Summer of Love. Oh, uh, my favorite. Mm. See, I know. And, and the lyrics are in photos up there. On, it, because, on you know, because it is it is about falling in love, and I think that's what it's all about, love. Love. I really do. Peace right. and love. Yeah. Everyone, Michael Ely, hey. and uh, go to his blog, My Life on Parade on Tumblr. He really is. He's Life on Parade, and if you meet him, he might like him. <laughs> 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 I'll bring him.
bring a tapestry. But all my, yeah, you have to bring a tapestry and some Kool-Aid. <laughs> cool. Some electric Kool-Aid, right? Oh, yeah. Electric Kool-Aid Land is one of my favorites off of about. the album, too. But we're going to do Summer of Love. Here it is, everybody, and enjoy. And after that, we're going we're gonna to cook something up with Chef Ivan Flowers. And if you're not in love, go out and fall in love.
magic carpet ride full of roses. 